Every day, Comcast Business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary. Because beyond a simple transaction, there is making a customer for life. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com. Okay. So welcome to the uh, Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. We're so happy to have you join us. Uh, if you're hearing this, you're either one of the cool adults who have supported our show via Patreon, or you have waited out the six-month clock. And in that case, you're not as cool. Um, anyway, uh, regardless of which you may be, we're glad to have you. Uh, but on a serious note, thanks to those who do support the show in any way they can. With your help, we are making this show better by better and better week by week. I mean, I've upgraded the, the YouTube thing quite a bit this week. Um, but most of you guys know the drill already. I save the most egregious, most horrible audio that I can find, package it up nicely, and present it to you like so. And this week we have good old Glenn Beck. Good old no! Becky, Becky, Becky. Oh. This okay. one will be so bad. You know, it turns out I got I got board work. <laughs> oh shit! They stopped messaging. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. It's I got sl- I got sleep to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I gotta go wash my hair. <laughs> I need to. I gotta. I'm sure I can find something to wash. <laughs> we'll do that one of these days. Just put the nuts on the on the table and be like, okay. This is better. You want this pain? This hurts less. <laughs> okay, so it's Glenn Beck. Here we go. When I came out and I said, I'm sorry for anything that I've ever done to divide this country. That doesn't sound like a good so- <laughs> thing. Sorry for anything I've ever done to divide this country. You're, you're sorry for not. What? Uh, Are you sorry for existing? That? Really? Well, he said you're when he came out. You're sorry for existing? Wait, he did say when I came out. So good yeah, for you, Glenn. Good job. Hang on, let's hear. When I came out and I said, I'm sorry for anything that I've ever done to divide this country. I'm sorry. I tried to do my best. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so oh, passive aggressive. Not a Holy real shit. apology. Oh, you we, didn't mean to. It's not a real apology. I tried. Got I didn't know that stuff would mildew in the snow. Sorry, that's a reference nobody else gets. <laughs> I'm sorry you're offended. I'm sorry that I'm sorry your feelings got hurt. <laughs> we deal with the passive aggressiveness hardcore here in Utah. <laughs> it's the Mormon way. It's the Mormon way. It really is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm so sad for you. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck <laughs> you! My grandma Rita loves that shit. She's like, Felicia, I pray for you. And like, I never told her I was an atheist, but my whole family apparently is super proud of me <laughs> for being president of Atheists of Utah. They're like, Felicia's doing some really cool stuff. And so now she's heard. <laughs> so she stopped telling me that she prays for me. I pray for you. I, pray for you. I don't oh, know um, why. I don't know why she's always God. Poor Felicia. I'm, like she, I'm like, I'm like one of the happiest people you'll ever meet in your life. Seriously, like, <laughs> I feel sad now because I don't. People don't tell me they pray for me. I don't it's know like if that's just no. maybe I'm an asshole, but no, my grandma says asshole. it in her head that I that I'm like sad and that I need extra help or something. I don't know. She's a weird person. She's yeah. a very strange person. So she's Beck a was Catholic saying... who loves the gays. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Let's hear what else Glenn Beck is sorry about. But I tried to do my best. I tried to warn people on what was coming. I tried to warn people in 99 about Osama bin Laden. I tried. What? Okay. 
Everyone knew. Ev- everyone knew because he had uh-huh. already tried to fucking bomb a building. And then uh-huh. he's Yeah, like, yeah, quite everyone a few years knew. earlier. <laughs> Dude, you're not special. You're, you're not a, you're not a, a person that can foresee the future. You, you are not a fortune teller. You're you're looking oh. at your you're looking at timelines of shit and be like, well, where can I say that I warned somebody about something that they already knew about? It must be really fucking hard being Captain Hindsight. It must be really <laughs> fucking hard. I tried to warn everybody. Really, really. You see How that fire exactly escape? did you do that? So seriously, like, I, and I guarantee you, if we, and he could be being completely honest right now, which Glenn Beck, I kind of think he is. I think from his, like in his own. Well, yeah, no, in his deluded little worldview. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like, think he thinks that he is like a savior or something, and nobody will listen to him. <laughs> so well, he keeps going too, because <laughs> oh, jeez, okay. In six about the banking crash, I tried to warn people in ten about the caliphate. You know people how many people warn? Do you know in how many ten. people warn about the banking crash? Like the housing mm-hmm. bubble was like that was. Everyone's was like, guys, this is a housing bubble. There were people that were in the housing like thing, like, yo, they're they're selling this really is... bad stuff. This is not gonna yeah. last. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> there, oh. there were there were economists all over warning about that. I had a an economist that I was actually in fucking school for business at one time. Uh, this was before I decided that business is boring and shit. <laughs> um, but it was a economics class and he's like it's a really interesting time to be alive in this field. It's a really interesting time. And I'm like, why is that? He's like, oh, just wait and see. Just wait and see. So, like, they knew shit was coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like 2004. It's a fucking scientist. It's a scientist being like, hey, guys. Well, you know, I, climate I mean, change. When I heard of interest-only mortgages, I was like, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> and that, was, th- that wasn't even them. the worst of what was done. Yeah, that's not um, even... <laughs> my friends did that like they were like yeah the bank approved us for like four hundred thousand dollars i'm like oh uh, no yeah i saw some I'm people like, getting you two some are 18 and your down payment is inheritance like these are my mm-hmm. two friends so uh very regrettably my friend his mother died when he was young so they went to court and then just before he turned 18 he got a settlement yep. so it was basically inheritance um and they were going to use that for a down payment, and the one thing they really splurged on was a hot tub, which, you know, went good on them. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't see any fault in that at all. It's, like, it's a big vat of people soup. It's gross. <laughs> no, hot tubs are awesome. No, I don't give a shit. No, no. Like, people soup is delicious, damn it. Don't have sex in them. That's all. Oh, okay, okay, so it's delicious, but you can't have sex what? in it. Yeah. What, what kind of what? soup can you not have sex in? <laughs> What's wrong with it? With, with with having sex in one, because um, how do you think I'm, I got that UTI I was talking about earlier? Uh, like, oh, oh, okay, it doesn't bother me. Then. Yeah, yeah, I don't that, have to worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a woman's problem. That's your problem. That's we're, problem. we're not worried about that. <laughs> Three on one what? here. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you have prostates. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, so they no, and, I, and they weren't idiots. So they were like, the bank approved us for like four hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, what? And I get, I'm 18. I know nothing about buying a house, but I do know about spending too much money or getting into too much mm-hmm. debt. And they were like, yeah, we decided to do two hundred since we could do a really large down payment and then afford the payments, even if we make like nothing. And I'm like. 
Ooh, good call. No, they even like what, like a hundred and fifty thousand on their house, and like yeah. solid decision guys. And like they were like, yeah, we were scared of the four hundred thousand, but they were, they were, they were eighteen years old. They were, they were using settlement money for a down payment, insane fucking money. And they were approved for like four hundred thousand dollars. And I just sat there going, oh, don't do that. And they're like, oh no, oh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> So he also tried to warn us about the caliphate. I mean, we were in we were in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, starting in f- fuck 2001. Hey, how about that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, y- you kind of had the writing on the wall at the beginning there with the fucking Taliban that they're trying to set this up. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. You're going to say I tried to warn you in 2010. Well, you're about like 9 years too late there, buddy. Yeah. The, 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 if you've read anything about Islamic, you know, um, uh, history or anything, you know that they always try to eventually set one up. You know? mm-hmm. Ta-da! They did it. You know, that's what ISIS <laughs> is doing right now, dummy. Nobody would listen. And I'm warning you now. And I came up, I said, I'm sorry. I did the best I could. Was oh, it shut the fuck up. On <laughs> side of the aisle that came out and said, you know what, I was part of it too. Was there a single person in the media that said, you know what, after some self-reflection, I was part of it too. Part of what? I, I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. What is about. he talking about? Yeah. yeah. I mean, is, yeah. unless he's just talking about the general dickbaggery that he's engaged Over in. Over-sensationalism? Because he's still doing that right I'm now. Still that part of it. I was part of it. You know, it's like... Part of what, I, the warning? The, I did the best I could. What? Like, provide specific and accurate information about things? You know, credible because sources of... That could... Yeah. Have, nobody listen to me! Uh, have you have you heard yourself? <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, guys. Ten years down the road when we're still doing the show, because... Yeah, uh, yeah fucking, I'm not going anywhere. Episode fuck five, it, I love this shit. I love it. Episode 600, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ten years down the road when we're still doing the show. Uh, I'm not going to come back and be like, nobody listen to me. Like, I'm not going to be like, what the the fuck? Like, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I've just been saying shit this whole time. This is an entirely an opinion show. Like, <laughs> it's an entirely opinion. You know what? Hey, fuck. It's all on you guys to listen. Yeah. We, say, we say the words. You get to, Once we say the words... What you do please, with them? That's please, that's not research. our that's not our that's not on just us. Sorry. Research away. Just go yeah. research. Take yeah. nothing we say at face value. <laughs> yeah. I'm have, just that. You guys have some words. We're 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 giving you words, and you now choose what to do with them. Yeah, basically, we're just yeah. It, yeah. If if we warn you about shit and you don't do anything about it, guess whose fault it is? Not fucking ours. <laughs> The worst so. bias, a hundred percent opposite position of the extreme Christian preachers or Islamic imams, yet just as bias and ignorant on any topic. Put Except for like all of us, all of us take just absolute enjoyment out of not being ignorant. Like yeah. that is something we've done for fun for years before this show. Oh, is just like. Even, am I yeah. ignorant in a subject? Yes, I am. Let me learn Let me about read this all this. fucking yeah. day. Like, even, <laughs> even within our own fucking show, how often do one, does one of us go, really? I didn't know that. Like, Hang well, on. Fuck, <laughs> I learned something. Yeah, we do that all the time. We're like, no shit. That's awesome. <laughs> And like then I I I don't know about you guys, but I still spend like I, I spend like, inordinate amounts of time at work Wikipediaing shit. I still just am like, what if 
about this thing and I still just read about it. And I'm st- the, the other day that I had a day off, which is, you know, I had a day off and I spent the entire day discussing whether one specific issue was cultural <laughs> appropriation or not. That's all I did was talk to people <laughs> of color. And I'm, I, I wanted to say people of color because it wasn't just black people. It was all of it. And just trying to understand if one specific thing, one, and because I've spent years and years just trying to understand. Like, what is it, cornrows <laughs> on white guys? Is that what it was? No, no, it was it was uh, little little white kids like me when I was a little girl uh-huh. dressing up as characters of people of color. Now, I'm not talking about blackface. I'm not talking about, like, but I wanted to be Pocahontas and Jasmine and Mulan. I wanted to be those those women. And so I would dress up like them. And um, Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man. Right? And and I actually think that for Simon Phoenix. There we go. Sorry. For those individual white children, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there is a very valuable thing in there. There is um, empathy and Mm -hmm. looking at another race and seeing it as not only equal, but an individual as a hero, which is an important thing because you, you realize that your heroes don't always look like you. And that's a good thing. Um, Which but is I why also, Star Wars was a fucking resounding success. Oh, Star Wars was awesome. <laughs> and I support any kid who wants to be Finn. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, go for it. Um, but that jacket then, is great, though. But it, <laughs> but there was also the issue. I was like, but what if they want to be that Halloween character? Well, and a couple of black people chimed in where they're like, like, there's Jay Whitaker from mm-hmm. the Geek Show podcast and local comedian who had something to say about... You know, he dresses up as Deadpool, who is yeah. a mm-hmm. white character. Yeah. Not only because he got most of his skin burned off. No, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, he's played by a white guy, but it, yeah. it's, I don't feel mm-hmm. like that's necessarily. And an, it doesn't matter. Um, but he then did I that whole fucking big movie mouth off wearing the costume too. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> do do I have any problem with black or with a black person pretending to be Deadpool? Not at all. And I actually, and and then uh, there's there's often an uproar. Like, where's people freaking out that there was a black stormtrooper? I was like, so I, for me, that was a not a non-issue. Well, yeah. it's like it's, it's like the same was... assholes that are making an issue to, out of Heimdall from yeah. Thor being uh, one of the best mm-hmm. fucking actors in the world. <laughs> I, yeah, I was. I, I first of all, I don't see the occupants of Asgard giving a fuck since. The Vikings, who obviously these gods are based off of well, their also, own values, right? Because the 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 gods reflect the people. Um, the the Vikings themselves were like all about cultural expansion, and they met like everybody. They yeah, met Native yeah. Americans. They met Asians. They met Africans. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's really remarkable when you see where they had long established settlements yes. all over mm-hmm. you know and trade routes and 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 like for them like color wasn't really a thing yeah like it was they, for them it was they were people and we could either steal from them or mm-hmm. trade with them that's how the yeah. vikings operated they didn't give a fuck what you look like <laughs> Just, uh, the whole the whole the whole cultural appropriation thing is an interesting conversation it's a really really interesting conversation uh, specifically because a lot of people confuse cultural assimilation with appropriation. Ah, yeah. it's really hard to assimilate. Yeah, yeah it's really hard. Combine, it's re- where yeah. we all combine the best ideas of each other yeah. and we accept is a good mm-hmm. thing. 
appropriation yeah. is theft. Yes. Yeah. But um, see, just because I can I cook a good chicken tikka masala doesn't mean you know. right. That's not cultural appropriation. <laughs> no, that's that's assimilation. Yeah, that's assimilation. We're being yeah. inclusive. We're saying. Well, I mean, shit. Hamburgers are a fucking assimilation. Mm -hmm. Yes, we didn't are. have hamburgers in America until fucking German people came here. <laughs> They're an assimilation, and that's a good thing. We want that. We want all the best ideas to come forward. But when we when we culturally steal from somebody else, uh, what we're doing is we're taking just what we want that to mean mm -hmm. and using it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it and it's yeah. detrimental to the people it originally came from. Mm -hmm. We're appropriating. It's right. I know. But so what I was trying to understand was as a white kid, I used to dress up as these characters. I don't think I ever went as any of them for Halloween. But, you know, that whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I often went, my sister and I both went as male characters for Halloween once. My, my uh, kind of Halloween was like, okay, what do I have a bunch of? I got my dad's old fatigues. Um, yeah. I'm going to oh, be an army guy this year. I, I was so spoiled. Even yeah. when we didn't have a lot of money, we found a way to do rad Halloween costumes. <laughs> but um, what I was trying to understand was that I found it personally beneficial to empathize and understand other races and cultures to pretend to be them as a child. Uh -huh. And that's how kids learn is through pretend a lot of time mimicry, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, there were several uh, black people, particularly who got vocal in the conversation, who expressed concern, not necessarily mm -hmm. that, that we were doing anything wrong, but in the public sense mm -hmm. where these mm -hmm. white kids go out as that. And what I under, yeah. ended up understanding was it's their turn to tell their story. White kids don't mm -hmm. get to tell their story anymore. White yeah. kids don't get to pretend to be them and tell their story. It is mm -hmm. very healthy for white kids to look up to and pretend in their home, in private, to be those characters. But when they mm -hmm. go out in public, what they're doing is they're adding to the cultural voice of appropriation, even if that's not their intention, because they're kids. It's not their intention. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're adding to that cultural context. So, I don't know. I just spent a whole day learning about shit. That's my point. <laughs> I just, like, it took me It took me all fucking day to get it, too. It really did. Because I was like, why? Why? And well, I, it's, I it's, know I was just being white. I know it was white privilege. But we broke that barrier. Incredibly, but it was it's just, an incredibly complex It is. Uh, complex it is issue. so complex. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this, do I think it, that we should, like, arrest kids? Who do this and it's wrong yes absolutely <laughs> the rest of the little fuckers <laughs> firing squad <laughs> uh, but I, my, the, my point is about ignorance in our show is uh mm -hmm. no fuck no, no i go out of my way mm -hmm. and make myself incredibly uncomfortable <laughs> to avoid being ignorant <laughs> mm -hmm. all right let's wrap it up um, let's wrap it up it's late okay we got uh, another minute so hang on okay no they didn't I expected them to. But maybe that's because I still believe in Frank Capra. I have no idea where the fuck that came what? from. <laughs> what are talking about? Well, well, well it's a wonderful well, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I've got a Red Dwarf book that talks about that movie quite a bit. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, is that many of the, the bizarro crap that uh, Beck talks about, you know, like how the... Fox and NBC, well, no, the NBC building, he neglected to mention the Fox building, um, in Times Square has all this supposed 
communist symbology, which yeah. is also present in the Fox building, uh, you know, that somehow <laughs> ties in with, with you know, Hollywood, et cetera, et cetera. But that was the kind of stuff that Frank Capra believed in as well. Yeah. Jesus. I actually don't know who Frank Capra is, so. He was he was a big-time Hollywood director. He did It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, goddammit, now I know. Yeah, as soon as you said Hollywood, I, yes, yes. I'm, yeah, yeah. He, did, he did a lot of the, um, he got his start doing, uh, like, This Is Why We Fight stuff yep, during yep. World War II. Uh, yeah. he, he was supposed, to, or Francis Ford Coppola asked him to be a producer on the movie Tucker, the Man in His Dream, and Capra refused, saying, well, it wasn't a, you know, an Amer a happy American story, and Coppola was like, mm, I can kind of see his point, but, you know. Not everything's the, a fucking happy story. Yeah, yeah it would, but he's like, you know, it, it actually kind of is, because. You know, Tucker did get to do part of his dream, which was build a fantastic car. Yeah. Hey! It's, it's Fuzz Nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he came out of my coat. <laughs> because I believe in these silly movies. Movies are that. They're movies. They're not yeah. meant, they, they, they're meant to they're touch on real life, not emulate real life, you know? Because how bo how boring would it be to watch a movie where a guy gets up every day, same fucking work a day routine, takes a shit, jerks off before going to work, before you know? That's not what art is. I think, I I'm think sorry. I've seen that movie. You've, it's you've, called American Beauty. You've, you've <laughs> which was actually a good movie. Now that you say something, shut up, people! You're poking holes in my. <laughs> That's because art is so vast. subjective. It yes. is, and it's fantastic. Fucking love art. Maybe those people never did exist, but I don't. Okay, the people in most Frank, Frank Capra movies—they probably most fiction? certainly did not exist because no, they did not fiction. exist. <laughs> no, okay, that's the thing about fiction. Do you know how many crazy stories I've invented in my head just because I thought it was fun? Like, I really need to start writing I've, because I murdered I, a lot of people today in my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> no, I I invent entire worlds. Like I. So a lot of my job, not a lot, uh, a fair portion of my job, uh, when I wasn't in leadership, this was most of my job. But now that I'm in leadership, I do other things. But on days when I'm doing cut and wrap for cheeses, so, you know, you cut the wheel, and you divide it into the right pieces, and then you wrap it up. Uh, when you're doing that for six hours of your eight-hour day, yeah. <laughs> it gets fairly repetitive. So I start telling myself stories. And I have come up with some crazy wild worlds. My most recent, and I really kind of want to pursue it, is dragons in the modern age. Ooh, that could like be how insane. would if we had dragons, which are as intelligent as humans, and like because that's the mythology, right? Dragons are as, intel are as intelligent as humans, but they're also gigantic and breathe fire and are cruel because they're reptiles. How would that? How would that have shaped the modern world? Anyway, that's my question. They, they, they <laughs> currently be leading in the GOP polls. <laughs> my my point is that there's a couple Shadowrun books I can relate you to where they talk about that. I'm certain that I am not the first one. To <laughs> I, I'm giving you. I'm certain, <laughs> but you know, it's just me and my brain. And I, I guess what that has never happened. Well, it was, the story I remember in particular was a there was a 
strange uh the the head of this multinational corporation that never was ever seen or anything was doing horrible cruel wor- terrible shit and it turned out to be a dragon that ran the company mm. so <laughs> but in that world that exists so what my I'm- point is that yeah glenn these people no exist. these people have never existed in these movies <laughs> and that's fine and yes people can just imagine mm-hmm. shit that's what's I'm- cool you know? We just can fake it all the time. I, I'm fairly certain that people in Shakespearean times didn't speak in iambic pentameter. pentameter. Yeah. <laughs> that Shakespeare just being an asshole would be like, I want to rhyme this shit. I want to be like, da, 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 was actually da, da. a genius Wait, for that shit because yeah. he told universal stories in a way that nobody spoke. Holy yeah. shit, that's fucking genius right there. <laughs> I have a painting back there. Of my mom. Field trip. There's the painting. Right there. Yeah, okay. I have a painting of my mom and her boyfriend as Ned and Catelyn Stark. None of that has ever existed ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a thing. Nope. (laughs) Exist. When I can't believe that they're out there. When I can't believe that the guy that we're going to elect president of the United States actually has some courage and actually has some integrity. Um, that would be who? He's talking about Ted Cruz. That's he's talking he's about Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real kicker on this one. Oh, Whose father that... sounds like Senior Winces. If you don't His know who father... Senior yeah, Winces yeah. is, Senior Winces mm-hmm. with, hello, Zare. Zare. <laughs> <laughs> I I view him more as the he sounds like Strongbad from the Strongbad emails. He sounds like a crazy person. Too, crazy there's thing. a character. There's a character that he does on uh, on the Strongbad emails where it was Senior Cart Gauge Mort Gauge, where <laughs> it's like the old version of Strongbad, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I better go check the mail today." <laughs> I'm really sad. Maybe I'll go down as the biggest fool ever. What? Hold on. Uh, what? Yeah, we're pretty I mean, sure. I should just isolate. Maybe I'll go down as the biggest <laughs> fool ever. Oh, fool. Because he doesn't enunciate. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather die with hope. <laughs> <laughs> You're Who's that? Good. Is that your stripper friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or is that Faith? Wait, hang on. <laughs> I got your hope and faith right That's here. That's Charity. That's what her name is. <laughs> or Chastity. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, your hope uh, and faith. <laughs> hang on. I almost, there, there we, Jesus is back. How fun is that <laughs> that kidding. I can do that? <laughs> I'm in decency in this world. <gasps> Here's your decency. <laughs> sex pool. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't stop. <laughs> Because these are offensive, you get it? <laughs> because oh, they're offensive, and I have a really hard time wrapping my head around that. Because my mom was naked, like, 90% of my childhood. <laughs> like, oh. seriously, seriously, still my mom, like, it's, it's to this day where she'll get be getting dressed, and everyone who lives in the house will be in the bedroom, and she's topless, and we're just all like, yep. <laughs> I always got weirded out when my dad dressed in front of me. I'm like, I don't want to see your dick, Dad. No, that's okay. 
It doesn't bug. It doesn't bug but me. But he was like it, twenty years military and was like an athlete growing up, so it wasn't anything for him to be stri- stripping around other guys. But still, it's just mm. nope, nothing for me. Nothing. I'm, I'm like Tina on Bob's Burgers. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys in on a little thing. Uh, two of the four board members have just seen me straight up naked. Straight up, just like, and that is my signature. Like, that's just what I do. Like, I'm like, yeah, I would prefer to be naked right now, so I'm just gonna do that. And hey guys, like, tits. God damn it, it's not fair. <laughs> okay, thanks for coming out, guys. It's time for everybody to go to bed. It's late, and you guys got a late day tomorrow. And just, ooh, man, Tucker, thanks for coming out, man. I really appreciate yes, it. We'll have Tucker, you on again thanks. in the future. Thanks Maybe not me. so goddamn late. Tucker, I respect the fuck out of you. Thank you. Keep no, doing what really, you do, that's man. True. Like, okay. I, we are out you, here okay, I, How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, Grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive. Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.